Hello, and welcome to a special episode of We Love Gymnastics. This episode brings back our original blunt shot moniker because it's a very blunt conversation about the current state of gymnastics and our cultural zeitgeist. Trigger warning, there is talk about SA, abuse, the Uvalde and Buffalo shootings, and similar topics that might not be suitable for sensitive ears. With that said, please enjoy. Oh, also, don't forget to leave a review or rating on the podcast platform of your choice. Make sure it's at least constructive as it helps us grow and become better. Thank you, and enjoy the episode. My Wi-Fi is atrocious. Everything's just everything's just a dumpster fire today. Everything. Welcome, y'all. Everything Welcome. is wonderful. Emergency Emergency. Ready for this lunch? I say, y'all ready for this lunch? I just not gonna be. Um, this is not gonna be cute. I'm gonna say some things that people may not like. Um, these are all my opinions. These are all things that I've learned through, you know, research and being a member of the gym internet. So um, don't judge me because I have an opinion on these situations. Create your own blog and podcast so you can express your opinions to millions of people like we do. So where do we start? Do you just start like go off the notes or what? Because you know. It's a lot. It's a lot to dissect today. We got three names we could digest. Which name do you want to go to? Chelsea, Alicia, or Dan? I mean, let's go. By, let's, let's go with Dan. Up, start at the top, and then work our way down. Dan Baker basically was Valer Liukin after he left. Right, he was the person who was in charge of developing the next generation of gymnasts for junior elite and senior elite level competition. The issue with Dan Baker is, um, I don't know, I'm going to jack up her name. Natasha Kelly, his, his most famous athlete that he had, his most successful athlete that he had, a member of the 2006 world team left his gym and left elite gymnastics spirit because she was like, all you used to do was yell at us. Like, that's it. Like, never used to teach us shit, just used to yell. So. And just, just y'all, there's like, weather's terrible in Florida and in, and in Texas. So if the Wi Fi is, is crappy, it's not our fault. Like, we're, we're trying our best right now. There's a lot to get. Correct. Um, so Chelsea Memo was out of the technical lead. And that, I mean, now let's go over what that means. So the developmental lead oversees USA Gymnastics uh, developmental program and camps, facilitating an athlete's initial introduction to and progression through the elite program. Baker's broad focus will be on the hopes, tops, and junior developmental program as well as talent identification. Now for Chelsea, she's the technical lead. The technical lead provides a technical and coaching oversight of the high-performance program and serves as a resident expert for training, competition, and performance. Memo will direct training and skill development at the national team camps, and clinics will travel to clubs around the country to help facilitate streamlined implementation of the program's high-performance strategy, serving as a resource to the elite gymnastics community, which, as a brevet judge, you know, fitting. Thoughts on Chelsea Memo? This is just my... And I don't have that many issues with Chelsea herself. It's just, I can't sit up there and say what I'm going to say about Alicia Sacramoni without acknowledging the fact that they were in the same, both all three cycles. I mean, I can't expect Alicia to know about certain things and not Chelsea. So I just, 
it's just hard. It's just, it's just, somebody made this point with Chelsea and ASAC. It's like, USA Gymnastics would have made a change if they would have picked somebody like Dominique Luciano or Mohimi Bahardjwar, who actually have spoken out against the system beforehand. Alicia and Chelsea kind of are both like soldiers of the system. You know, they're kind of like, they kind of are giving Listanova and Vlada over there in Russia who just, you know, go along with whatever the system tells them to do. And as good girls, they get rewarded with top positions and high-paying jobs and opportunities that other girls don't get because they have spoken out against USA Gymnastics. So I I think that's the point. I think that's that's the point. I think it's the fact that they basically like, you know, kowtow to the system and, and, and like bent the knee. And that's why they're being rewarded with these positions. They've they've effectively. I mean, Chelsea kind of has like spoken out against Marta herself in that system, but not against USAG as a whole, which is why I think they went with her and Alicia, which we'll get to in a second, with Alicia. And um, you know, I think I think that's a very good point. I think it's the fact that they're both like talking heads for the for the institution. Correct. So, it's like. Even somebody like Simone Biles, right? Simone Biles is the GOAT. You would say gymnastics love her now, that they can use her. But when she's done with the sport, they're going to be done with her because she spoke out against them several times. So it's like, I'm not sure how to feel about these picks. It's like, it seems like it's just more of the same. Hey, everybody, I'm sorry that I'm just not looking at the comments. And that's that's the thing. Is it is more of the same. It's one of those things like if USAG, which is the, the point we made about the flip now, like streaming service, if you wants to atone for their actions, they're doing a shitty job of doing it. You know what I mean? Like, they're just not... The choice and, and the action... Yeah, they're doing aren't, aren't reflective of an organization that wants to atone for their actions or no wants to be a new organization. It's, it's more same. Now, I think, well, let's get to Alicia. Now, Alicia Money was hired as uh, strategic lead, the strategic lead, strategic planning, and got overall direction of the high performance program. Quinn will focus on the program as a whole and the overarching strategy for the national team while also making the holistic development, development of individual athletes physically and mentally a priority. That, that in itself, makes her unqualified. Unqualified. It just does. It just does. It just. As you supposed to go to a like if you're okay, God forbid, God forbid, God forbid, um, a gymnast is being sexually abused. Are they supposed to go to Alicia Sacramoni, the young lady who told? Um, Michaela Maroney to shut the fuck about Larry and don't ever speak about Larry again in public? Is that the who we expect these young gymnasts to go and put their trust in? Period. Like, like that's... Look, no, they don't owe it <clears throat> an, an explanation or apology. I get it. So, you know, survivors of abuse, they don't have they don't owe anybody an explanation for their actions or how they, they go about life. However, when you are given a position in this sort of like magnet, you have to answer for your actions. There has to be some accountability for what you've done. Even if just if it's just hearsay, the fact that it's it's been like basically proven and backed up by many people. Alicia, if you're watching, like you have to for this. I hear, like you know it's in the past. That you have absolutely to... agree with you, Black. Um, black co-op, black whatever co-op. it is. Black yeah, co-op. it's it's. I mean, we have so much more experience. Luciano, you know, 
was one of the only gymnasts to break away from, you know, the system, like, and to speak out. Like, not even when it was popular, like, before. Okay, but I think, okay, so Duke just said, um, don't count for something she did a decade ago. Okay, great. Then she should be the one to you know, sit there and be like, I did something stupid. I, I did without a situation. And I'm sorry, I apologize. But that, that, isn't, the, that isn't the fact. Like, it has never... I agree with you I mean, on that, dude. This is why I'm not going to give a set the, the lashing that I was going to. I was going to say that. Yes. Uh, she only applied for the Alicia's position. She said it on Twitter. Why would you as a parent trust this group of people? No. I mean, yay, 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 Chelsea and her comeback. And yay, she's going to be the one who the, the, the elite level gymnasts mostly have to deal with. But would you trust Chelsea Memo? Because, I mean, how many secrets have Chelsea Memo kept for USA Gymnastics? It's just like all of so, the girls from that 08 team, I just don't trust them. So the position the position Chelsea has is that she'll basically be the one to, as a resource, being a private judge, she is qualified for the position, but the position she got. She's basically gonna tell the coach sure. like which connections work, routine construction, you know, um, what skills they should be working on, what skills they should implement into their uh, routines, and that's that's sort of that thing. That's passing her role in. Alicia's is much more in like how in, in the in the mental and physical health of the athletes, which is why I think she's unqualified for the position. Like, yeah, she might she might. Have Alicia's job that, like used to be called. Um, she used to have what Taryn Humphrey's job used to be. She used to be the athlete representative, basically. There's yeah, a, basically. it's just a it's just a fancier way of saying that she's supposed to be the one to represent the athlete. She's supposed to be on the athlete side for all things. The athletes are supposed to be able to come to Alicia and Alicia is supposed to be able to relate their opinions as children to the adults in the room, right? She's supposed to be the go-to for the kid. And you just give that job. Correct. And, that's, and do you give that job to Alicia's acrimony? Give it to Austin. I, mean, I don't I, like, have, like. Give it to Dominic Mucciano. Like, self proving themselves to be like have actual interest in the mental health, mental and physical health of the athletes. The fact that yeah, okay, so we shouldn't cancel her for over one action. But the fact is that action has never been like. She wanted to come to light is that she's never even spoken about it. She's never, I've never heard a comment mm-hmm. from her about the Larry Ness situation as a whole. And I think it's she's because commented about it. Well, Maroni never named her. Maroni just left it be. Because guess what? Guess what? We all assume it was Alicia Sacramento, but it could have very well been Chelsea. No, she wasn't at that world. She wasn't at that Worlds, but who says it had to be at Worlds, right? It was at Worlds. She said it was at Worlds. It was like it was in that in the van on the way to the training hall. That's what Jordan Weaver said. What I'm saying is what a conversation. Okay. Okay. It was in one of her lives, like recently. Recently. Like she said, recently. How do we know it was just one person? How do we know it wasn't several people? You know. It was seriously. Like, uh, she said it, two months ago, Michaela had a, a live. She was talking about um, just everything, right? She was, it was a lot. I tried to stream record it, but it was a lot. Uh, I mean, she said, uh, she talked about this incident like, in specific, um, that they were on the way to the training hall and they were in a van. Get it was. Uh, driving, and it was Getter, Ronda Fane, and all the girls. And she had the, the night before she had just woken up. Larry Nasser gave her uh, a pill on, on the plane um, for her anxiety, apparently something like that. And so when she he he got her to her room, when she woke up, he was on top of jerking off. Um, when she w- came out of his room, she basically she was she was she felt disoriented. She felt like you know just, just fucked up because of what happened. So the next day, she tells. Um, 
Chuck talked to Alicia. They were in a van, and it felt like Alicia wasn't trying to listen to her, so she finally like just screamed in in the van that you know he what happened, and that's when she told her to be quiet and never talk about Larry Nessa like that ever again. Actually, what she said was Alicia told her to shut the fuck up and never to talk, never. So, and with that said. I don't, I can't. I can't in good faith sit here and be like, oh, well, they stick a money. Yeah, I can't. I just can't. I can't sit here up here in good faith and be like, yay, Alicia Testimony or yay, Dan Baker. Yeah. It just, what did y'all do? This just hire, take this Marta and Bella and break it up into three different people? You know? I'm just, I'm, it's, and it's again like it, for for an organization it's not giving your trying, it's not giving it's not giving for an organization that's trying to atone for their actions trying to be in the organization trying to be more centered this is the complete opposite way like it's like the bar is in the fifth circle of hell and they went down and be like I'm gonna touch it touch the bar and then call it a day it's just it's it's disappointing and infuriating. And so, well, on that note, um, let's move on to the next topic, which is, you know, kind of hard. Um, on Tuesday, there was a school shooting in a town six hours away, six or four or five, four or five, five or six hours away from me um, in Uvalde, Texas. Um, I personally hear and just be like, oh, thoughts and prayers. Oh my God, prayer. Because no, no. And I'm I've been very outspoken about this because I'm fucking tired of, of prayers and thoughts and good intentions. Like I'm I'm fucking tired of it. So I'm gonna give you a rundown on what has come out and what has happened. Um yeah, I'm gonna have some very controversial opinions on this subject too. So, so the individual Shoots his grandma in the face. Okay? Because I'm not going to go into it, like how he acquired the gun, even though it was online and all that. I'm not going to go into that. The individual shot his grandma in the face. Uh, then drove, I guess, crashed the truck into a ditch, apparently. Uh, when he was allegedly wearing a protective armor, right? And uh, which is why like, the, the, the bullets that the police shot at him didn't. Uh, Day stood outside the school for 40 minutes until the gunman was killed. Okay, um, the police waited outside and the gunman went inside until he desired. Um, it, this, which is a clear indication that it's not like serve and protect, either what they need to do. Um, by the time the police entered the building and began to resolve the situation, and the gunman had made as he could, uh, an off-duty border patrol officer had to take the lead and actually are the one is the responsible for engaging and killing this year. This morning, Senate Republicans blocked the domestic terrorism bill that would be on gun measures after the Delhi school shooting. And these are the same Republicans who are concerned with police uteruses and books and community. And their mission to his entire thing is to give firearms to teachers, you know, the same people that are um, it's it's to uh, just X Y Z, which are all bullshit, bullshit, bullshit resolutions, instead of just addressing the whole thing. And we need gun reform. Over twenty three people have died because of this incident, making it the most deadliest school shooting or or mass killing in Texas history. Apparently, I don't know the actual like, traction on this, but um, I'm I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of sitting here and being like, vote. Uh, some people do this. People don't listen. People don't care. Like, all these pro-life people who are who hell-bent on, you know, reversing Roe versus Wade, is it's like, they're so pro-life until it's time to be pro-life. Mm-hmm. I'm just, at this point, like, I don't, it feels like I'm getting to avoid when I talk about this thing because it's just one of those like, what's gonna, nothing's gonna change. 
Oh, it's top of the law. It's top of the law. Abbott, Greg Abbott, Governor of Texas, uh, 45, and uh, Ted Cruz are all speaking at the NRA convention in Houston this weekend. <laughs> I'm going to say this, and this is going to be very controversial, and I hope whatever I really mean is we live in a different America now, you guys. We don't live in, you know, peaceful, calm America. And I'm so sorry, the internet is the, we're having a very bad thunderstorm, so I can't tell if you can see or hear me at all. I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, good, because it was just frozen for a second. I live in the state of Florida. I just live in the state of Texas, right? There's just no way we're going to get rid of these guns. There's just not. Like, this whole gun laws reform. The crazies are crazies, and they're going to get a hold of these weapons, right? It's just where we're at in America now. We've done let the genie out of the bottle, and there's no way to put the genie back in the bottle. At this point, I say, I implore everybody to learn firearms. You know, too many people have too many guns for us to rely on the police to always be there to protect us, right? Just like in the case in Buffalo. Buffalo is one of those those situations where, you know, it's different when you go into a school and shoot up kids. You know, there's nothing, you know. But maybe if the school resource officer had an appropriate firearm that was capable and was a real officer, that was trained to handle these type of situations, maybe it wouldn't have been so deadly. I'm not saying a couple of kids wouldn't have died, but maybe it wouldn't have been so deadly. It's the same thing that happened. Now, as terrified as the school shooting in Texas was to you, Addict, the one that terrified me was what happened in Buffalo. What happened in Buffalo was that this crazy-ass white guy they stuck out this grocery store for two weeks, randomly looking for aisles where a lot of black people shopped at. Went to that aisle and just shot up all the black people. Not purposely not to shoot the white people. He even though I think he killed one or two white people, but he was going after the black people. That's the shit that terrifies me now in this country where the crazies have the weapons. If they want to shoot up a bunch, a bunch of, of niggers or whatever, or Mexican kids or whatever they can, it's to the point now, and they're not going to change these gun laws. The, and, and but for us, to, for us to gun reform shit, it's just not. It's a non-void conversation to me at this point because unless you're going to change the Second Amendment to tell Americans you no longer have the right to own firearms. They're going to always wave this, we are Americans and we have the right to own firearms in your, in your face. And guess what? Kind of in the Constitution, they kind of wrote it to, they kind of are right. But, so, but actually, the Constitution doesn't, it doesn't mean individuals. It means just like unregulated militias. It's, 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 it specifically says that it's supposed to be against like, not for like, Specific people, it's just like it's a, a, a under. It's, I, I, I read this earlier. It's, it's, just, it's no, I get what you like. No, 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 no. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But what I'm saying is the crazies are out of the bat, right? So yeah. it is like it is like a militia at this point, like especially when it comes to racist issues and 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 homophobic issues. It's it's kind of like the genius out of the bag with this one, you guys. It's like it, it would be nice to go back to to nineteen ninety before the before you know they changed the assault rifle law and they were banned in the country. But now it's too late. It just is. It's too many people who own these weapons. It's too many people who love these weapons. It's too many people who are not going to give up these weapons. My suggestion for you all is to become firearmed ready and, and aware because 
Are you going to rely on the police who don't give a fuck about you to come save your ass in these situations? Like, what do we do? It's like, it's so bad in America. We're like, I can't rely on the police. I can't, I can't rely on any, it's just bad. It's just, it's just so bad in America right now, you guys, like, and it's just keep getting worse and keep getting more depressing. It's going to get even worse. It's like, um, other, uh, this is not part of our topic list, but um, I have a screenshot here. Um, and we're really scared, scared me, like, in general. Um, it said, Montana bars, birth certificates, changes, even with surgery. That the state health department said in an emergency rule that it would no longer record the category of gender on people's birth certificates, replacing it, that category with, with a listing for sex, either male or female, that can only be changed in rare circumstances. Um, sex is immutable, according to the rule, while gender is a social construct that can change over time. Sex is a different from gender and it, an immutable genetic fact, which is not changeable even by surgery. Which, again, like we mentioned before, the public opinion or public whatever the fuck that was leaked from the Supreme Court which says it would reverse Roe versus, Roe versus Wade included the um, cases for um, marriage equality and for anti-sodomy laws being reinstated. Which effectively, for those of you who don't understand what that means, it's they want to take away gay marriage, which I mean, I really don't necessarily care, but they also want to reinstate sodomy laws, which means it, it would basically outlaw being gay. Or transgender or lesbian or whatever. Like it would it's a scary time in our nation and we're not just like hyperbolizing. We're not just well, it, it, see this is how they get they get you. It wouldn't at law being gay or being transgender. It would at law certain sexual acts. If you don't know what sodomy is, sodomy is any act that has to do with the booty. So, you know and blood fingers going in the booty is sodomy. A penis going into the booty is sodomy. A tongue going into the booty is sodomy. So it also like it also includes blowjobs, doesn't it? Um, that isn't necessarily sodomy. It's something else. It's not sodomy, but um, it's, but it's, it's 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 grouped in with that. Yes, it all grouped into you know not you know to them a sexual act is supposed to be a penis in the vagina and and that's it. Right, a penis for the means of reproduction, missionary style. Yeah, just missionary style now. Who likes missionary? Like, this is... so it's a scary time. So, going back to the conversation at hand, it's like these people don't care. Like, the, the people we vote into office, they don't care. These they don't people don't care, they don't let the genie out of bottle. So what do you do? Like, it makes no sense, like in California, like the people can't go out to eat at restaurants anymore because every time they do, they get robbed and they can't legally protect themselves, but the criminals still always have weapons. And it's the one person that could do something about it won't. Like Joe yeah. Robinette Biden isn't doing a damn thing. Which could effectively change a lot of things and things better with the with the executive order, but he won't. He won't. I don't know why. He either has no balls or just seen as fuck. I don't get it. Because he's another another gun loving white man. Moving on. Um something that happened um recently, which was kind of like a lot of people had a lot of opinions about it. Um Six of Utah State's um, class or team all left the team. And recently came out that they will be joining Clemson's team. Now, a lot of people had this, there was this whole thing floating around that because of NCAA transfer um, procedures, set out a year, not compete for a year. Now, effectively losing a year of eligibility. However, did my research and there's a provision that the NCAA um, implemented because of the COVID year and all that did happen, which says that in special cases exempt granted. One of those exemptions, or one of those uh, 
exemptions was uh, a coaching change. If a head coach is changed, now I don't know if this is at the school that they're leaving or the school that they're, but there, there's a coaching change. They can, like that uh, whole like uh, one year band or whatever, it can be lifted and can be exempted. So I don't know if that's what they're going to mm. go for, but I, it's look. If you want Amy Smith as your coach and you want to go to Clemson, go for it. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and stop you. But I, I just I just having read what gymnasts who have spoken out against her have said, I can't be excited for the program. Like nope. it's it's jarring. Yep. Speaking of, um, I could care less. Speaking of other programs who, um, yes, you know, this have coaching changes. You know, Ashley Priest is now the head coach at Alabama, taking over for Dana Duckworth. I have mixed feelings about this one, but this one I actually. I don't want to say I'm excited about it too soon, but it's not a bad choice. She seemed to be a really good coach. She was a really good gymnast. And she, she was, was one of the only girls that really care for her. And she was one of the only persons who was like, uh, yeah, fuck you, Marta. I'm not gonna be doing all of this. Um, I'm just gonna go to college. Like, yeah, screw this. Like so you ready for this? You ready for the juice? You ready for the tea? Yeah. Sure. So what happened with Dana Duckworth was during uh, end of year review because you know teams have end of years where they go one one and you know whatever. She sat down with the gymnast. I, I gym, gymnasts don't ask me who it was, but she sat down with the girl and told her that they just didn't have money for her the, for next year. They didn't have money for her next year. She was effectively off the team. The lady then says, or, 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 or replies with, um, did I sign in a, in a life for four years? And Dana Duckworth then says, no, it's for one year. And shows her the contract. This young girl, being very wise, contacted her mm-hmm. coach, who then was able to reproduce the original NLI. Mind you, the one Dana Duckworth showed her had her signature on and everything. Like, it was concrete then, right? Well, this young lady was able to reproduce her original NLI letter, which said four years. Tina you know, changed the letter, forged her signature, and tried oh, to wow. it and be slick about it. Then they mm. found out, Alabama found out, Nick Saban found out, and it was it was bad. They effectively told her either you draw, either you uh, step down or we will fire you. Mm. So Dana Duckworth stepped down, girl. Now, you know how she, uh, everybody was like, oh, she was at JL Nationals. She was. And the young ladies cup coach who, uh, you know, who she tried to, like, fuck over, stepped the fuck up. Like, she tried to step up to Dana Duckworth. Dana Duckworth then started screaming at her. They got into a screaming match. And Dana Duckworth was, was asked uh. if she wouldn't. So she was, like, escorted out of the building. Oh. Yeah, so that is what happened with Dana Duckworth. And now she was already uh, like on probation for the whole Tia Kiyaku thing. Because this, they were like, we can't, we can't save you this time. Sorry, you know. Take rocks. Well, that's so, a good reason to fire the bitch. That's the tea on that. Which we, we, all, we will talk more about in our part two of Roundtable, which were. Transcripts for either this weekend or sometime soon, so look out for that. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about Brazilian Nationals. Brazilian Nationals was was kind of cute, you guys. Um, the Brazilian team looks very good. They have a good level of difficulty now. Um. I just feel Flavia was robbed. I feel like I get it. You know, it's Brazil. They they love them some Rebecca Ande, but I feel like they're kind of throwing Flavia and her talent away. Like they can have two top gymnasts, not just one super strong girl. Like 
teach Flavia how to do bar. That's it. I think Rebecca's bar routine was exceptional. It, it was great. One of the oh, better bar, bar, bar routines we've seen this uh, this year. Now I want you. To, well, okay. Uh, I'm just gonna play tree tree. Um, so Alicia will be part of the selection committee. Her job is to basically over like see like the development the the the, the direction that the program is, is headed in, and she's basically the athlete representative in, in the scope of she is meant to be there for the betterment of the athlete's physical and mental health. So back to Flavia. Um, I love Flavia. I think she has the best switching lead ever done. Five me on that. However, Flavia is incredibly inconsistent. Incredibly inconsistent. And yeah, you know, when she turns up she can she can hit, but like, I have never in my life seen her hit a routine when it matters. Well, I hate to say that. I get that. I get that. I but that. I think if they gave her the attention that they gave Rebecca, I think they could work on some of these damn inconsistencies. I think they just treat Flavia like the redheaded stepchild all the time, and it's just so disgusting. I think they should send Flavia to more like World Cups, maybe to get, like that, that, like you know, Absolutely. confident in her inner routines. I thought she would benefit from from that greatly. But again, it's like money center though. Like, it do do does the Brazilian Federation have enough money to send places she, she needs to go? Um, now let's talk about the Italians. I have a lot of thoughts, uh, thoughts about yes. the Italians. This is now you guys this. This is where y'all come y'all for to attack me. Thank my friend Proler for the jumping on this one. I think this Italian one series is a very stupid idea. It is just maybe it was your like whatever it's called. Maybe if it was just like two two competitions over the spread of like three months. But for it to be like as many competitions as it is, these girls are gonna be broken, these girls are gonna be injured. Both of the twins already look like they're they're damn near ready to fall off. Like the thing with Elite, you can't treat Elite like the NCAA where you can make them compete every week. Like they just do too many skills and do too much difficulty and there's too much risk involved. Like and 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 every there's single time they do it. Uh, They're the Bricks the club named Brixia. I think that's what it is. I have no clue. But the, the thing is, every time you see one of these gymnasts, it's like two competitions. They look real strong. And every competition after that is slowly deteriorates. And slowly it gets sloppy. And slowly you can tell they're hurt. And slowly they start to water down. And next thing you know, they're falling. And next thing you know, it's like, wait. What happened to my to my to my great Italian team? Well, they're gonna be beat up. I think there's like you said about pacing. Because I mean, girls look good. The junior girls, especially, like, look good in, at a jet flow. But for them to be much, it is kind of like, what about the pacing, girl? Where's the pacing? It's, I think they're, they're expecting too much out of them too early in the year. I mean, well, we're in a I think that there's about, you know, pacing generally. Maybe they would have started these competitions now and would have did it over the summertime and led up to their nationals from like October. And then they picked their world team right around, you know, the mid-October. Maybe it would have made a lot more sense. It, but it just don't make any sense. It's just... It's just It's just nonsensical to me. To me, it's great to watch all the gymnastics competitions. Don't get me wrong, but it's just yeah. it's just very stupid. It, yeah, I mean, there, there was a lot of like hope and a lot of like, you know, uh, which three gymnasts should the Olympic channel follow for all around the squad? I think Melanie, Rebecca, and Suni. Oh God, that's a uh, that's something I hadn't thought about. 
Um, Which three agent this year? Hmm, that's a good question. Hmm. Uh, hmm. That's a good question. That is a good. No, he question. said, "That's he said Melanie, Rebecca, and Suni. I think that'd be that's a, that's a good, good trio. I wouldn't. For our Americanness, I would like it to be Connor. For our uh, two non-American gymnasts, I don't blame him. Uh, I don't blame him. That's the thing I can agree with Valeria about. Uh, but I'm just saying, I would like it to be Connor. Um, can you imagine for... asking Valeria, can we film in your gym? Wow. Can you imagine being, being the person and being like, hey, can we film here? But they'd be like, no. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you for I agree with you, friend. Like, yeah. yeah. Them three, that would be that would be dope. Yeah, even follow Morgan in NCAA. That would be dope. For me, I don't know about SUNY. SUNY has she has her own plate to deal with. Like, there's a lot of things on Sunny's plate. I don't think this would be like. She doesn't need more attention. Period. Charlotte Booth is another good American gymnast that they should follow around because I think she has a shot at um, the teams coming up. Think. Maybe someone like. Oh, what? Uh, what's your name? What's your name? Um, she have the perfect hand stands. Shalice. Shalice Jones. Oh, Shalice Jones would be a good one. Yeah. If it has to be an American ones, I think Melanie being at CC would be it would be a similar in the background. You get like all the CC girls, so that'd be a good choice as well. And yeah, Rebecca would be, would be great. I think that's a good trio. Okay, so now let's talk about this, kind of developing news we got um, today or yesterday. Um, the 2023 class number six ranked gymnast, five-star recruit, Morgan Price has decommitted from the University of Arkansas and is heading to yep. University as a member of the first PCU women's domestic program. Now, there's a lot of people Yay. who don't understand the whole Fisk situation. So let me tell you, let me, let me just explain. Fisk will not be NCAA right now. No. They are going to be NAIA for starters. Uh, going, however, they do get their choice to compete against any NCAA, much like Texas Women's University does. Once they reach mm-hmm. NCAA status, uh, they will, you know, they'll be move move up or whatever. Uh, they do have they do offer full scholarships, and they have offered them, and they have given them. And um, as it stands right now, they are going to be a throwing like South, some some in a in a, a division, but that's only temporary until they have NCAA status. So that's that's the team on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for that, and I'm excited to see the Delards because, you know, it just I just I agree with you, Nisha. I agree with you, this girl. When you're right, you're right. I'm another one who has jumped off the melody. They see the Sotos train. I refuse to let this young lady break my heart. Another cycle. What, what are you talking about? Nisha Haven't, said uh, Melanie is another one who disappoints. And she had oh, to jump yeah, off that train a long time ago. That's poor coaching in, in France. I mean, that's really what that comes down to. Because, I mean, when Mel- Melanie was in, uh, she trained at WCC for like a summer, right? And, and she came back with all these mm-hmm. new skills. But it was in the coaching she had in, in France, it just wasn't up to par. And I think now that she's training at WCC full time, I think we're going to see a lot from her. I mean, just look at Jordan's, like, you know, growth over the past years being at WCC. Let me see. Under a personality is a measure of success. Like, I wonder if a gymnast person. Uh, the gymnast personality has to do with their, their success. I'm not sure if I'm spending it right, but Suni to me always had that drive. Suni had those hungry eyes, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. I understand yeah. what you mean, the uh, fluid. It's like it does take us, you can have all the talent in the world, but you have to have the drive to want to win. And you can tell Sunni wanted to win. Yeah. But there's also, you can tell Sunni has a lot of people behind her that don't have her best or her best like interests at, in mind. So you guys, we are approaching the hour mark. <laughs> and I want to be on. able to do... put this on a we do have more topics. One more topic. One more topic. Okay. Hold up. Let me say what I was gonna say now. We're approaching yeah. the hour mark, and I would like to keep because I want to post this on our podcast, and I would like to keep our podcast at around an hour long. So, you know, that's why I'm trying to go through the topics. Not fast, but you know, talk about them so we could actually use this. The episode for our actual podcast, you know. <laughs> Go ahead. So the last topic we have for today: um, Reason Clanahan will not be allowed to defend his Commonwealth Games title on pommel horse. A ruling by the International Gymnastics Federation (FIA) has that McClanahan, Evan, Ewan McEater cannot compete for Northern Ireland. The Commonwealth Games. Northern Ireland described the decision as reprehensible and will challenge the ruling, which it has been made because the gymnasts represent Ireland in the FIG events. Um, I think the reasoning they gave was because they recognize Ireland as one nation or country as opposed yeah. to what it is, which is like two countries, which is Northern Ireland and then parts of Ireland. And so I feel like the Commonwealth itself recognizes doesn't doesn't recognize Northern Ireland, which is what that yeah yeah it's the same way with Korea. Like you see, they don't ever have a Southern Korean team and a Northern Korean team. They just have a Korean team because you know North Korea and South Korea are just technically states of the greater country of Korea. So yeah, I guess it's one of those situations. And that brings us to we have no more topics. Although I did want to ask you, Kayla, because we've been trying to think about sure. what we'll do for Pride Month. I think we've been we've been like trying to brainstorm, and I wanted to ask you publicly to kind of you know press you on this. I feel like it is our responsibility, and it is like it, it is our uh, public duty to really have conversations that are poignant and kind of educate more people on what's going on in our government and, and situation. So I was going to see if we could probably have two roundtable discussions we'll put that we'll put on the podcast. One with Niambi, maybe. And then perhaps one with um, you know, maybe also maybe Niambi and, and those, those two girls we can elaborate on something. So we can have like an, an an actual like like conversation about where our country's headed as far as LGBTQ rights. Because I think that would be beneficial for the community. Because it's this guy, his name is He's a congressman, Rick, or, yeah, Rick something. He's trans attracted, so he'd be a good person if I could see if I could get him to come on. Because, I mean, I'm scared. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely scared for our country right now as far as LGBTQ is concerned. But yeah, so. I'm scared for our country as far as that, as far as being black. I'm scared for our country as far as just, you know, it was three tickets, you guys. We went to, to college nationals with three of us. We bought three tickets. I think for both sessions, for all three sessions, I think in total was what, like three fifty, four hundred dollars. Yeah, three fifty, yeah, four hundred dollars. Yeah. For one ticket for one session at this elite nationals is almost six hundred dollars. It's like, it's crazy. It's like. Everything is just food is just so ridiculous. Oh, and pray for your girl. Your girl is waiting for her first paycheck at her new job. I'm not sure if I'm gonna get paycheck this week or not. I forgot that when you start new jobs, most times they hold your first paycheck and give you it to you know pay you a week. But I'm not sure. I hope not. I hope I don't be on that bullshit. But with that being said, um I just don't know how I feel about USA Gymnastics right now and these it like 
I'm happy for Chelsea, but I'm not sure if Chelsea was the right person. Alicia, I'm, I'm neutral. I definitely don't feel like Alicia was the right choice. And Dan Baker can go suck a dick from there. I think Chelsea was the right choice condition she was given. If, you know, as far as her being a judge and having that extra judging and knowing the code, I think in the capacity of the position, I think she was qualified. Given what we know about Alicia, I don't think she's qualified to be the person that athletes go to when they, they have their concern or something happened. As far as Dan Baker, yeah. he can do a good thing. He can yeah. Now, um, after we end this, I'm going to go change into PJs, right? Into my jammies. I encourage everybody else to do the same because tonight we will ha- be having a gymnastic movie marathon. We're going to watch the uh, Gabby Douglas story, the Simone movie, and, and, and the Olga movie that was released last year. I found it uh, with subtitles in English. So we're gonna we're gonna watch that. I haven't watched it. I haven't actually watched any none of any of those three movies. I haven't seen the Gabby's or the Olga one. I haven't seen them. So we'll be back in what time is it right now? Six twenty. We'll be back at the hour. Okay, at the hour. I'm gonna go eat, get my jammies on. We'll be back in an hour. Um, I'm gonna and don't me. forget to follow us. Or uh, I'll tune in to now. And don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on our RSS Podcast platform, our FM Radio Podcast. We are on every damn podcast platform that you can think of. Just and number one, support Poland. us. Shout out to Portland, Oregon. No, Poland, 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 the country. Brand. Oh, shout Poland. out Poland. Thank you. Thank number you, one Poland. Poland. Doi. Um, and we, your ass we also kind of like, there. we also, uh, we're hiring then a favorite, which kind of insane. Last year. We'll see you guys in the next episode of We Love Gymnastics. Gymnastics. I got to Bye, friend. Bye, friend.